Just a quick note to our listeners, in this special holiday episode, Alfred and I are going to be speaking about the holiday season from our perspective and our experiences growing up. And while both of us grew up celebrating Christmas in our households, we just wanted to make a quick acknowledgement of all the other cultures and traditions that are celebrated this time of year. So no matter what you're celebrating, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Festivus, we want to wish you all a happy holiday season. So, I mean, so this look, the, the image that's coming up for the buffalo that we, on the video that we played is more like the buffalo that you were talking about, the one with the, the kind of the mustache horns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mustache head bu- buffalo. Yeah. They, yeah, they have the mustaches on it. They're not like a, the shorter horns that we were looking at before. And the sounds that I'm hearing sound a lot more human than I was expecting. Mm. <laughs> I, I just think of someone snoring, and, it, and that's the sound that I'm getting. Uh, right. I would say that your sound is a lot more closer to what the buffalo actually sounds like from last week because you had more of a moo going on. Mm. And I had a lot more of a, like a, like a, like a snuff. Yeah, like a scruffing, snuffing and scruffing. Well, and, and I wonder if like the American bison has a different sound compared to those two. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it sound a bit different, but I, I would think that they all just make that kind of mooing sound at the end of the yeah. day. I'm listening to another one right now. I don't know if you hear it at all coming from my speakers. I hear a lot more. There's more. Uh... sound that i'm thinking of it's like guttural almost yeah or a glottal yeah, yeah, yeah. but the thing is like i don't think it's like that that lubbiness is coming is actually coming from its lips it's like it's coming from its just that's just how thick and its vocal cords are that it just Dang. they vibrate so slow or they're just such like it's like a i don't know how to describe it like a giant band Dang, i guess i i held back a lot more on the um the sounds of a buffalo <laughs> in our recordings because these guys are these guys are loud yeah they're noisy as hell. so that's a good way of getting this straight into our holiday special episode right perfect because uh, you know buffaloes and then they're kind of related to reindeer yeah that's what i was thinking too yep that would be a good rewriting of uh of a santa claus instead of having reindeers he had he had buffaloes as his uh, <laughs> as his animals that like yeah. flew him throughout the world. He he might only need one because I I think buffalo probably are a bit stronger than reindeer or maybe just oh, less. Yeah. yeah. What what are I wonder what the origins are of like why reindeer in like in the original stories? Where did reindeer? I mean reindeer. There are ar- more arctic arctic animals, right? Yeah, and I guess like if you're gonna if you're gonna have a horse drawn sleigh or like a be- a creature drawn sleigh, then something similar most most similar to a horse would be appropriate. But they even can you find so they find reindeers in the North Pole? Is that what where that all happened? I'm Is actually like not a convenient sure. animal that was up there. I don't know. I don't know if they are endemic to the North Pole. I mean, I think they're they're snow animals, 
But yeah. I'm going to look this up. Well, I would like to think that car- that, a, that a buffalo would do a better job than a, than a reindeer, specifically a carabao. Yeah. Well, actually, That'd so... Be, that would be my rewrite. When I'm looking, I'm looking this up, according to Wikipedia, the rain, a reindeer is also known as a carabao in North America. It's a species really? of deer with circumpolar distribution. So around the, the poles, I guess. Native to the Arctic, subarctic, tundra, boreal, and mountainous regions of northern Europe, Siberia, and North America. So yeah, I guess it is an Arctic animal. And so it makes sense why they might have chosen it. I guess we just found our cover art for this episode. <laughs> so being it what we it is, we're in the middle of December. We thought it would be appropriate to have a holiday special, something a little bit different um, that is not necessarily super related to things that we've talked about up to this point, uh, but just something to have fun with and to uh, celebrate the holiday season so you're back at home right now nico right i am yes home for the holidays finished how has your holiday kicked off oh yeah how'd that go (laughs) it was good it was um you know it's interesting just being back in school and being back in that mode and that mindset but at the same time very familiar it's almost like i never left um even even with my uh my study habits and stuff. (laughs) If anything, I've gotten worse after, since undergrad. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, you definitely are now more in like a break mode and relaxed mode than when you were uh, during that last week when you had to get like everything done. Yeah. So, oh yeah. So, well now I'm, I'm chilling. Um, Nice to be back home and just, you know, it's, when every what I appreciate about coming home is that when I do come back, no matter how long it's been, not that I'm I've ever really been away from home for super extended periods of time, but yeah. whenever I come back home, it's like it's like I never left. You know, I kind of fall back into into a routine or like a pattern of uh, that I was in before while i was before i was i left um so that's oh yeah nice. uh but yeah work things are kind of getting into usually by this point we we have all of our deck holiday de- decorations up already um mm-hmm. my family celebrates christmas and so we'll usually have a christmas tree and like back when i was in undergrad when we would come home for thanksgiving break we would that's when we would put up the tree and we'd all put up our ornaments and and so our kind of like one of our traditions is that we have a um an ornament for all three of us siblings for every year and it's always from some place that we traveled or some or from something that happened that signifies something that happened that year um so each of us has an ornament from a different place for every year that we were alive and I mean, this year it was we didn't go anywhere because of COVID. But yeah, it was from we just got from Santa Barbara, and yeah, it's it's nice. We haven't we haven't put them up yet, which usually is done by this point, and it's super late to be putting up our ornaments. But uh, we'll probably do that later today. Mm-hmm. 
That sounds nice. I would I would like to be back home for the holidays too. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I am spent. Not unfortunately, I I'm not able to travel back to Guam during this this season just because it's COVID and traveling right now would make things a lot more difficult um, for for everyone. And there's also like a whole two week or like one week quarantine that would happen when I had like arrived on Guam. Yeah. So taking the chance wasn't really something that I was especially trying to take right now um with all the risk that's going on but it'd be uh the idea of falling back in place at home is super nice and i'm glad that you're finally getting to relax and unwind down from a stressful <laughs> semester of school and you can just flax and enjoy the holiday yeah. um me specifically i feel like my holiday has been on the exact opposite where i'm still kind of moving like at 100 percent right now um not not because like things are super uh, busy, but what I feel like the difference from going into the holiday season or break season from being in school and then from from working is that uh, the holiday like work doesn't stop. Essentially, um, I mm, take yeah. my holiday um, closer to when Christmas comes around because that's what I celebrate, too. Um, but then that's like around five days or so when I can start like winding down and relaxing and to stop worrying so much about posting more on more content for, uh, this show and for the, the in the pocket podcast. Um, but still once that like break time like hits for me and I can just focus more on like creating content for this stuff. Oh my God. I'm ready just to like wind down and relax (laughs) and, and chill out. Um, how many years has it been now? Because you've been you've been away from home, from Guam since undergrad. So that's what like coming around seven years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So twenty fourteen to twenty twenty. Um, well, I came to California in the fall of uh, twenty fourteen. Okay. So twenty fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Uh, passing through so six years of uh, moving away from the island and chasing this California dream that I had (laughs) even though I didn't really know what that dream was Uh, but still enjoying it a lot but I still visit back home from time to time and um, once this uh, even at the the beginning of next year after I think we pass through flu season and hopefully after COVID winds down a bit I am planning on just flying back to Guam and spending time there since I missed the holidays this time around. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to go back. Yeah. Well, what, what type of traditions or did you guys have any holiday traditions that you guys, that you guys did when you were back when you were in high school and stuff? And, and, uh, and I mean, before that, obviously, but uh, that you guys did every year or things that uh, you looked forward to around the holidays. Yeah. Uh, Specifically, the same things that I think everyone kind of did during their Christmas mm. uh, experience. You know, I really just remember waking up each Christmas day just excited out of my mind for right. what could be underneath the Christmas tree and then everyone opening up their gifts um, the night before that. Just simple stuff, too. We'd also put down the Christmas, uh, we put down cookies for Santa to eat at night for quote unquote Santa to eat. Um, what are you talking about? Because we. Oh, Oh yeah, yeah. Santa, Santa is very real. Uh, it, it because we still always have like we had like someone younger in the family. Since yeah. Like, I'm one of the older ones. Then we'd have like my younger siblings, and then we still had like a b- 
baby baby brother who was born like in 2007. So we always had like that that Santa mystique going on for the younger ones. But then my Christmas decorations were very, I'd say, different from other households because uh, when Christmas would come around, it would be like my mom's holiday because she was also born on Christmas. Okay. So she would take over all the decorations and she would make it into her own thing. So we'd have like a white Mm -hmm. Christmas tree with like pink and purple ornaments and uh, yeah, pink and purple and greens. And it would always just be like her like time to be super creative. So that's how I remember my Christmases just being celebrating um, one, the birth of uh jesus christ and then also my mom's uh, birthday too two and one so yeah. it was always like her big special day um but we never we never really had like did something around like kind of like ornaments and and stuff but then i just mm-hmm. remember it'd be chris opening up christmas presents christmas day and then always playing like some sort of in sync christmas album as we're as we're opening everything yeah um it's a lot of i mean at least in my family there's a lot of um uh... December birthdays. My Lolo was also born on Christmas Day. My cousin was born the day after. Um, not, I mean, obviously, however many years later. Um, and then his sister. I, I, there's so many December birthdays. I'm thinking, what's nine months before December? We're in like what really? March? I, I don't know, don't know too many guys, December but... babies. No, yeah. I feel like most of our most of the the babies in my family are like September, mm. and not and not so much uh, in December. I I don't know too many people whose birthdays are in December. Maybe uh-huh. like one, two, three, four. My one cousin is, uh, Brandon is, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know too many, huh. which is surprising. But yeah, so I have you. Are you buying? gifts for your family back home and how are you getting it to to them or do you usually is that something you guys usually did so the gifts are still being developed and will be in transit to them a little bit later than christmas day (laughs) Ah. actually christmas presents are so like dang stressful i even have like a a secret santa that's coming again Uh later on today and i had ordered that person's gift like oh like around a month ago already at this point and just shipping is so backed up. I had to like follow up to see if that thing's gonna be arrived. And it looks like the seller that I bought it from didn't even ship it out yet. Mm-hmm. So shipping right now is just freaking crazy. And I hope that whatever I sent over to them gets to them on time. Right. But we'll we'll kind of just see because there's like a two week expectation for things to arrive to Guam. Okay. Um. Well- and that's the thing with like with as just as modern Christmases and modern holiday has developed, the, I I just you can't help but think that there's got to be a better way. I mean, I I think there's there, eventually there's there's gonna be a shift in what it means to give gifts and stuff like that because it's right now it's all about. Everyone orders from Amazon. Everybody orders gifts online and ships it, and and it's and I don't I don't blame people for doing that because it's easy, it's convenient, and you don't have to. It it require it requires less work on on your part. You know, I bought all my gifts from Amazon because I it's it's one 
I can place where I can just search for the thing I'm looking for and I can almost guarantee you to find it in stock and I can have it delivered in two days, right? But, yeah. it's, you know, yeah. we don't think about a lot of the stuff that it's all now taken for granted. We don't think about all the infrastructure and all the things that uh, go into place in to making that possible about the people who are working in the in like for the for the uh, courier uh companies or for for the u.s postal service we don't think about like the people who work in the warehouses or all that and um i mean i guess our consumerism provides jobs and stuff for them but at the same time like it we don't the amount that we are doing doesn't need to be that much for them to get paid the same amount um I don't know, just something that has been on my mind. Oh, very true, very true. There is so much more that goes into everything that yeah. uh, every end product that goes behind the scene that a lot of people don't really take acknowledge of, just because of the nature that of what is it? Mm. Um, the cycle of production, um, uh, the way that things are produced. At, like at the end yeah. of the day we only are seeing like the end product of it we are just like on amazon to just to click on the thing but after we click on what we buy we still have the person who has to put together the product and then ship it out to one place and that place passes it to somewhere else and then that's passed over to the actual person that's delivering it to the house and even before any of that the product that you ordered had to have been created yeah. through manufacturing and then even before manufacturing the cultivating of all the um items that you need to get that thing yeah. made out of sight out oh of mind. yeah yeah definitely definitely and that 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 ease and i guess the privilege that we have to, in order to just mm -hmm. see kind of the end product more is is, is crazy yeah. and, and and i also look at the the packet like all the i see that the stack of cardboard boxes that we have and all like the plastic stuffing the the bubble wrap and all these plastics that are being used for this and then just just the amount in our own my own house and then multiply that by however millions billions of people or households that are out there and then also kind of a side note i i just watched a, uh, a video about like plastics and stuff it was just a quick it was a quick video by by this creator on youtube called climate town and he was just talking about like how mm -hmm. how like the plastic industry has been lying to been lying to just everyone to the world in order to sustain their their business and their and their profits um that they will that they base they basically manufactured the whole idea of recycling plastics that most plastics actually can't be recycled and Ten, only 10% of what we do recycle actually does get recycled but every so often the plastic industry will fund will put millions of dollars into funding recycling campaigns to make the public think that recycling is a good thing and that recycling works when it doesn't and even to the like so when you look at the plastics that you have that you know how a lot of them will have that little triangle that looks like the recycling symbol and then a number in it that's actually not a recycle. That mm -hmm. doesn't mean a pro a plastic product is recyclable. It just means that's a resin code that tells you what type of plastic it is, 
and there's only two of those types of resin that are actually recyclable. Oh. The rest, it's it's just an indicator that says that what type of plastic it's made out of. And but they made it that way so that people would think when they saw that that it means it can be recycled. So mm. another uh, happy holiday uh, little tidbit. <laughs> The guilt yeah. that comes with all this consumerism. I, I am definitely um, guilty for having all those like yeah. different cardboards and plastics in my house too for all the stuff that I've just even just ordered throughout the past mm-hmm. year and had it shipped over to me. Um, so I definitely can be doing better in when it comes to being a part of this change that makes it a little bit more sustainable to keep yeah. something like this going on, um, using a little bit more sustainable products and, and, and whatnot. Um, but finding the solution and creating that whole paradigm shift is right. something that has to happen collectively and finding better alternative solutions. And I wish I knew the answers for that right now sitting in this in this very moment. Um, but yeah, trying to switch over to yeah. a more sustainable paradigm. And that's the thing is like, I don't, I don't want to, I'm not shaming people for participating in these things because I'm, I'm part of it too. I'm just as much a part of the problem. And I don't mean to make people uncomfortable by talking about this, but that's the thing is that we, that's part of that whole thing of out of sight, out of mind is we don't like talking about it because then it brings up the, it makes us feel guilty, but it should make us feel guilty, right? Because it is something that is, that we should be doing, try to do something about. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's it's something that we have to be doing as a collective, even even if I di- was able to reduce my use of single-use plastics, it's not going to amount to much unless we can get not just people around us to do it, but also get legislation behind it, make it so that companies can't abuse this system as they have been for X many of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely know the conversation about something that is uncomfortable is always the first step towards making the right decisions that follow after um but as for having this sitting down and us trying to hash out what would be the next couple of steps would be kind of unrealistic for us to to do but it's definitely good for us to think about and to try to act more mindfully um as as i think more about my my spending habits now i start realizing the the kind of guilt that i have for all the plastics that i have just laying around everywhere but the the real issue at hand that i guess that Nico and I would like to talk about when it comes to the whole uh, holiday season or specifically when it comes to Christmas gift giving is something that went back to what Nico, Nico had wrote about in his post in, in Namanov, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, uh, about kind of the idea of uh, buying gifts for one another that everyone mm-hmm. kind of, that people are kind of expecting to get. So... The irony of Christmas nowadays, especially among like friend groups and whatnot, is that well, we kind of create these secret Santa lists and we are expecting one another to like get that gift that is like on their list. So when you were to get it on the day of the surprise, it's not so much a surprise anymore as kind of like an expected thing that you could have just bought for yourself earlier in the month, you know? It's kind of this collective agreement that we're all going to buy things that we want at the same time and then yeah. pass it over to the person next to us. So we're down the same <laughs> amount of money uh, all together at the same time. You know, yeah. collectively, we're spending this much money. Well, yeah, so I, I mean, my my thing with the with the whole 
with secret santas and stuff like that is that you know originally it was supposed to be this thing where you you have somebody that you're supposed to give a gift to which which i i like that idea i like the idea of not buying a gift for every single one of your friends and stuff you know because every you know if you're on a budget then this works better where you have this thing where you just give you have one person that you're responsible for 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 giving a gift right um Mm -hmm. but then with that it's you get into the mode of okay what what should i get this person and in some cases you don't you might not know intimate details about them so you don't know exactly what to get so you're kind of stressing about it and so you're like okay we should we should have wish lists and wish lists go back for how long because you ask for santa for gifts and you write down things you want from santa but then with in secret santas it's like you're writing down things that you want and you know you're it's not coming from santa it's coming from a friend you know so and it, there's no there's <laughs> so there's no one. uh mystery or intrigue as to where it's coming from or whether or not because with santa it's if you're good you're gonna get something on your list if you're not good then you might not get it right you get some coal um but in this case it's like okay now there's a list and that's helpful for the person getting you the gift if they're having trouble with inspiration but nowadays it's like you have one thing on your list and so that's what you're expecting to get and if you don't get it, you might be a little bit disappointed, uh, depending on what you do end up getting in, in its place. But then at the same time, once you get that gift, it's not a surprise. You, op- you open the wrapper and you look at it and you're like, oh, thanks. It's, this is exactly, this is literally exactly what I wanted. <laughs> uh, and so it's, it almost, yeah. it, it, it's almost like less thoughtful you know or not almost it is less thoughtful because mm-hmm. the person who bought it really didn't have to think about it they just look at the list and buy it for you and that kind of takes away the whole to me at least what what's beautiful about gift giving is giving people gifts is an opportunity to show somebody that you that you care about them and that you care about the things that they're interested in and that you listen to them and you listen to the things that they talk about and you're able to come up with something that you think that they would enjoy based off of that. Obviously, you know, your love for someone or your how much you care shouldn't be measured by a monetary value. But if anything, I feel like that's this works to that end because it doesn't matter what the budget was or what it's what matters is that you put a thought into getting a gift specifically for this person based on what you know about them yeah 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 definitely that that is really the the bonus or the good thing about doing these secret santas when it's done that way where there's not so much of a list that you choose from to buy someone thing but you still put some thought into what you think your receiver would like and then you know i think that's always been the most important thing when it comes to to any gifts even like birthday gifts um you think about what someone would like uh try to put it together in a way that they would um be surprised to see it and then when they get the reaction of getting the gift is is uh is really 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 satisfying i mean so nico and i also had like another secret santa with our little video game friend group uh 
F Club video game league <laughs> squad. Shout out to y'all. Um, and that Secret Santa, I really appreciated doing because there wasn't really so much a list on on things that we right. on what our receiver wanted to get. So that time around, uh, we were gifting each other like in-game skins for characters that we play. And since we spend a lot of time with like each other playing the games, we know what characters people gravitate towards and what kind of aesthetic that they like. So at the uh, the Secret Santa Exchange, it ended up just being us like an expression of us knowing our receiver very well for yeah. us to get them something that they would like, right? Um, I had the honor and the privilege to have Mr. Andre Brian as my gift receiver, and um, I felt like there was like this in-game skin that I thought he would really like. It was called Cosmic Gin. Um, if you don't know League, don't worry about it. It's just the skin. Um, and when I gifted it to him, and he had like the busy biggest expression yeah. ever, he's like, "Oh my god, I wanted this skin!" And I was like, "Damn!" I hit it on the nail, and I was super, super happy. And I also received a gift uh, too from Andrew Narok. Shout out to you on a skin that I've been thinking mm-hmm. about getting for the longest time, and he gifted it to me, and that was super sick just kind of like knowing each other well enough to give each other and receive each other gifts that you know that each would like Mm -hmm. without having to say what it is was really just like the best part of that exchange you know the gift that was given and the gift that was received was received had thought behind it that that um right that made the whole exchange everything that that also kind of brings up another point is that i think there are good there is such thing as good gift uh, gift receivers as well, you know. I think Andre is a good gift receiver because he's a very emotive person. So even if you get got him something that necessarily he wasn't so stoked about, sure. he, I feel like his reaction would still be good. I don't think I'm that great of a gift receiver because I'm not a very emotive person, I guess. I guess it depends on, on the situation, but... So sometimes it might it might be yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, my reaction can be dissatisfying to the to a person who's giving me something, um, <laughs> and that and I guess that that's also a driving force behind wishlist almost is that like we said when somebody reacts positively to your gift that feels really good but at the same time when somebody doesn't have necessarily a great reaction that also feels shitty. And so people don't want to. People want a, a wish list because so that they oh, know yeah, that yeah, they're yeah. giving the person something that they want. Because otherwise, and even and even if they don't show like surprise or um, or like an over the top reaction, they know at least at the very least this is something that they actually wanted and will actually use. But yeah, so that's um, mm-hmm. another another piece of the puzzle that I think can be thrown into that whole discussion yeah yeah, yeah. i mean you can't ever really control how someone reacts or um how they receive the gift that you give in any way shape or form um but what really is just the most important thing for me is not so much whether or not your the receiver is loving the gift that they got Mm -hmm. but the fact that the giver had to take some time to think about this is what my receiver wants this is what I think that they would want. Um, so this is what I'm gonna, this is what I'm yeah. gonna give, and that's like just the most important part yeah. of of gift giving, really, just to to think. And then if it, it doesn't land really well, at least at the end of the day, we know that 
there was still some thought put into it, right? And you don't have to be like the most emotive person <laughs> and be like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, I'm going to go jump through the roof right now because yeah. that's never really the expectation, you know, when you're giving yeah, something. I, it's I, just I mean, the fact that like, oh, yeah, sweet. Another, as a receiver, if your reaction's not great, another way, if you do genuinely love the gift, a good way to show that is to use it and to like, you know, tell the person, hey, I like your gift. I use it every day or whatever or like this has been this has been really worked really great for me um not uh, obviously like not that you don't have to do that or anything it's just being on the other side as as a giver it's always nice to see that the person is using your gift or actively using it yeah 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 also on another side of gifts um nico actually passed over to me a really dope gift the uh the other day that I have sitting right behind me, and I, you guys can't see it because this is only an audio version of the show. I'm the bad friend in this relationship no, because I ended up not giving him a gift. I ended up throwing him the the beers that I owe him because I lost the last week's last month's challenge. But it was a very nice, pleasant surprise from you, um, and it's kind of just this little one piece figurine that I. Yeah, think is like the sickest thing ever. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, like when I, when I, when I have a place to display, it, it'll go up. Of getting you, you guys something. It wasn't like I, I didn't want. I don't want you guys to feel like you have to return the favor or anything because this is just something that I, like, I, I came across and was like, oh, this is, I think, something that you guys would like. So yeah, I mean, that's that's why I didn't tell you guys that I was, I had, I got you something because I didn't want you guys to go. Yeah. Searching. Uh, for something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, because that's what I think. What I, I I genuinely think that gift giving should be about is, hey, I was thinking about you. Here's here's a little here's here's something um, that made me think of you. Mm-hmm. Now, great. Now I know when you see Luffy, you think of me, Every which is uh, which is a great I thing. <laughs> that's me. That's my personality in that character. I swear. Oh my gosh. So off of that note, then tell me, Nico, what was the best gift that you've ever received on? Let's just narrow it down on Christmas that's, Day. That's that's a hard one. I give it one. I, I guess on one hand, it, it's kind of I don't know if telling is the right word, but it says something that I don't really remember a lot of the things that I specifically got on Christmas um, mm-hmm, or there's mm-hmm. not a specific Christmas that stands out as like, Oh, this was the best, the best Christmas ever. Okay. Let me rephrase it. Not the best because it's very hard to think with the number one thing that happened in your childhood or happened in the past. Uh, but what's one that just like kind of sticks out like right away Let's from see. the get go? I, I think one year, this was like when I was young, maybe, five or six or something maybe a little older um but i remember Mm -hmm. i got a i got uh like some little golf clubs from from santa or i don't know if if at that time if they said it was from santa or from that from my parents Mm -hmm. but i remember Mm -hmm. that that was that for me that was like that was one of my favorite christmas morning memories because it was like i had i had always talked about golfing 
um, and it was something that I had always wanted to do when I was like when I was little and then so getting that and opening the, this nice set of uh, of golf clubs that were my size and they had it was like yellow it was had like these yellow accents on it um, that was that was really cool now I'm not I'm not a huge golfer but uh, <laughs> but it was definitely at the time something that was like that was really nice we should we should try golfing sometime yeah i'm definitely just like down going to a hitting range i had something that i've barely ever done mm-hmm. but it just seems like kind of fun yeah and it's a good a it's range. a good thing to at least know the basics as an adult because uh, <laughs> oh yeah it's something that people like to do oh yeah so what about you do you have a uh do you have a number favorite, one gift yeah a favorite gift or a, a favorite holiday memory Mm-mm. well um i can't think of like my favorite gift i've ever received but i still remember of one that i really appreciated when i got it when i was younger mm-hmm. um so i woke up christmas day and i ended up getting a camera um one year and i think that was kind of Nine. towards like my high school year like later half of high school or beginning of high school where i started realizing that like oh memories my childhood memories are starting to come to an end and i have to document as much <laughs> as i can yeah um uh, and i think i probably was having dreams of maybe even starting up a youtube channel or something like right. that uh needless to say that camera didn't go to exceptional use mm-hmm. um but i still uh remember just being super excited with it because i think i was talking with my dad at the time about being interested in like learning photography and cinematography and uh, my dad has a passion for a cinematography or mm-hmm. or not cinematography photography and taking photos so i think the moment that he heard that i was interested in something that he was interested in too yeah. he was like okay i gotta gotta push that on him right um so I, I got the camera and i i did use i did use it quite a bit throughout uh, high school i have so many different photos of stuff that i've had mm. um Back in the day, I've used that camera to record so many different dance videos that I've posted on Instagram and stuff. So I ended up going to uh, a lot of good use. But I think what had made it a lot more um, impactful was the fact that it was something that my dad was also interested in. Right. And he was like, here, like, like, here, you should try it, too. And that made the gift all the more better. I've. not to be bragging that I like, hey I got Christmas I got a I got a camera on Christmas Day like no yeah um it it that that was something that kind of sticks out to me um and I still have it to this day right behind me actually it's not stored away I think and I think that that's something that also s- speaks to speaks to like that that spirit of generosity and the spirit of gift giving is that. The things that we value and treasure and remember are more so the experiences that we associate with them, right? Rather than the gift itself. The fact yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You, that it was a way for you to, you and your dad to kind of bond and get closer um, mm-hmm. is something that made that more special for you. So on the flip side of it, what was the best gift that you've ever given or what's one that you gave and you're like oh yeah this is it this is my person's gonna love it um this is what they want and i'm this is this is uh well now i'm just rambling at this point but this is what i got them what 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 was the gift that 
your best mm. gift that you've ever given or one that sticks out to you? That's a good question. I, I mean, I think some of the gifts that I got for my parents this year have potential. I, th- I thought they were that, uh, I yeah? thought they were pretty okay. good. Um, I have to up, you have to get an update on that after it's yeah, received. I'll I'll we'll talk about it on the ne- after what next week actually. Christmas okay. is already coming up. Um, oh yeah. What else? Because also similarly, I don't also remember every year the things that I got people. But did you did you have something in mind that uh, that you could think of uh... that you gave? Well, uh, no, I can't think of something on Christmas Day that I thought was like a hitter, a hitter. Mm-hmm. But there was, um, I think, the gift that I got Shauna for her birthday, um, I think last year, mm-hmm. that I thought was, I was like, damn, this is a hitter. This is this is sick. I can I can actually do this, and I think she'll enjoy it. Um, that was right around the time where I first started working full time, so I decided to do a little bit more than I would expected to do. Mm. Um, but it also had um, was kind of a plan of me getting her to play more Pokemon, uh-huh. so we could play that together. <laughs> uh, and that was uh, I create. I bought. I ended up getting like a Nintendo Switch Lite for her. Oh right. And I was like, "Damn, this is this is the perfect gift." Because not only does think she'll enjoy it, but I'll also have a reason for her to like play more Pokemon. And, yeah. and, and like, I, like, again, I, a, a way for you guys to to bond or or share experiences. And I did it in a super tacky way, dude. Like <laughs> I uh, took like some yellow construction paper, right? Uh-huh. And I uh, I I cut that thing up. I put some red marker on it. I drew like the ugliest Nintendo Switch in your life, right? And and then I gave that as the gift card, right? Mm-hmm. And I put happy birthday on it. And then, um, yeah, I think that's probably one of the uh, one of the gifts that I gave that I it sticks out. <laughs> um, and it was also kind of just me also celebrating the fact that I was able to actually start working full time for the first time in my life right. after looking for work forever. Yeah. Um, that's that's one that sticks out in particular, even though that wasn't for the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Also, I have Shauna over here saying that the best gift that you've ever received was the the little bird that you received recently, right? Yeah, I mean, I, that was obvious, <laughs> that was obviously the first on my list, but I couldn't, I oh, didn't yeah. want to include it because it was like a previous year. So, oh yeah, yeah. N- N- Nico Nico said that was first on his list, but he couldn't include it this time around. <laughs> All right. Do you think you think you got you got an idea of um, on what gift you enjoyed giving the most? Me? No, I Other stopped than... thinking about it after I asked. <laughs> I, th- I thought we were. I thought we would forget about it. Okay, okay, okay. We I definitely forgot about <laughs> it because we can just touch base on it like next week after your parents have received whatever you have you're in store right, for them. Right. And then maybe I'll mull it over a little bit. And... So. Also, I guess to, to wrap up the last couple questions for the show is the same questions that we asked our some of our family and friends. Mm. Um, what the holiday spirit means to us, right? Did we uh, ask, I think I can. Or what does the holiday season mean to you? Yeah, we asked them what the holiday season meant to you. Okay. And then 
the other question was i'm blanking a favorite memory what's a favorite memory you have from the holidays ah so we have the memory one down well and i think i also for me like as far as beyond the gifts of just having the mem having memories of being all together with family and i guess right this is more of a favorite memory in retrospect but when i was actively in this memory it was something that was maybe more torturous but really on my on my like on my on my dad's side when around christmas time usually i think we got together more so on like christmas eve but there would always be a talent show and so we would we would always have to like think of what we wanted to perform for the oldies uh and like usually it was usually it was something music related so all the kids had would like learned instruments and stuff and would have to perform mm-hmm. something and then we'd get like mm-hmm. five bucks or whatever um or there would be karaoke <laughs> and me and my me and my brother i don't know for how many years our go-to karaoke song even when it wasn't actually even when it wasn't <laughs> the christmas season was rudolph the red-nosed reindeer Oh, oh. Um, and so we would we would sing that song, and then and then in other years we would play whatever instrument we were playing at that time. But yeah, having those having those talent shows was thinking back was was a was a memory that I cherish. But I'm glad that I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, I, I, that kind of also makes me remember some of the my my. St- my dance Christmas holiday stuff with uh, with Skip growing mm. up, because at the end of every year we'd have our winter um, our winter concert where we put on like first half of the concert is just regular dance competition stuff, and then the second half was the uh, Christmas uh, themed and holiday themed uh, show. Yeah. And then it would always be a different theme every year. One year was like the Grinch, how the Grinch stole Christmas. The next year was like, um, what was it called? The I'm tripping out over here. The train with uh, Tom Hanks, oh, uh, um, Polar Express. Polar Express yeah. uh, and then we also, one year we did Elf. And it would always kind of have like a whole storyline in the second half of the show. Mm. Um and that I remember preparing for those really put me through the holiday spirit because we'd listen to Christmas music as we're putting things together. Right. But at the same time too, it was also torturous too because I'd have to listen to Mariah Carey like sing every day after school for God knows how long. Yeah. Um, but definitely some stuff that I I, I cherish too. Um, I think. One of the ways that we can close out this episode rather than listen uh, saying making a sound of a <laughs> of an animal mm. is why don't why don't we uh go back into your your childhood a bit and we can sing some Rudolph the Red Nosed <laughs> Ranger as we sign off. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Come on. I don't know about that one. <laughs> you're trying to you're trying to re-traumatize it. me here. Yes, exactly. We're trying to make something that stings and <laughs> Something that the listeners can remember to remember it needs to be provocative. Get the people going. 
But we can just completely scrap that and do something else. Oh, wait. Or should we answer the last question? <laughs> oh, yeah. We didn't answer the last question. For me, the holiday season is is just, I mean, I think family is the, the biggest thing. And I, I, I haven't, we haven't listened to what any of the, any of the people who have submitted have said yet. Yeah. But I imagine that's going to be a common theme just because, you know, a lot of, at least for me, the holiday season, the Christmas season is always about, has always been about getting together with family, spending time with family, um, eating a lot of food, like I said, mm-hmm. karaoke, mm-hmm. music, celebrating around music, and yeah, just kind of also the things that we talked about of having that spirit of generosity um, and being mindful of being mindful of uh, of the values that we associate with Christmas beyond beyond just the superficial time of year that being being that time of year where we get to receive but also a time of year where we get to uh to give and to kind of reflect on it on the year and enjoy enjoy time with with each other 100 percent, and i'm going to piggyback off of all of that as a bad dialogue um college student <laughs> and take your answer and say I agree with everything with that time with family, time of gift giving, time of um, celebrating music. That's what the holiday spirit really is in essence. Um, also, what I'd like to add on is just that I also think the holiday season is also a really good time of reflection and just sitting back and looking back how far you've come along and how like a year has passed. And you reflect with that not only with yourself, but also kind of with your family with your when you're with them. Mm-hmm. Um, little shout out to my family, even though I won't be there with you physically this year. I love and miss you. And we'll be back with y'all at the beginning of next year. I'll send like a lot of voice calls and video calls in the meantime before then. Um, but yeah. Really, it's like the end of the, uh, the holiday season comes at the end of the year. And then what comes right after is the beginning of next year. And then you start making your resolution. You're like, oh, this next year, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get that bread. Uh, yeah. So, so it's always kind of like reflecting on this, if this year's coming to an end. And how am I going to start off next year super strong? Yeah. And Nico and I will have a game plan for how next year is going to look like for us. Yeah. So, I, th- I mean, I think probably the best way to, uh, to close this one out is just listening to what what you all had to say. So we reached out to some of our friends and family and asked them what we asked them those questions. What does the holiday season mean to you? And what what's a favorite memory you have from the holiday season? Um, so I guess we'll just instead of having a in, imitating a, a, a animal sound, we'll close out with some of those some of those responses and. Uh, I know a lot, we talk a lot about, we talked a lot about in this episode about Christmas and our experiences, um, but both Alfred and I would just like like to acknowledge all the other uh, traditions and, uh, and celebrations from other cultures and other religions that happen during the season. Um, 
in with Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and, and all those other uh, and any other cultures that celebrate around this time of year. Um, so regardless of what of what you celebrate and regardless of what you believe, we want to wish everybody a happy and safe holiday. And yeah, the the, uh, the vaccines around a corner around the corner. So hopefully we'll be able to celebrate properly oh, yes. with everybody. Um, but until then, we hope everybody stays safe and has the happiest of holidays. Happy holidays, everyone. And very, very, very well said, Nico. I like the way we're going to be closing out this episode, even though I do think singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer would be <laughs> a lot more appropriate. But yes, <laughs> um, happy holidays, y'all. And here's what everyone has to say. Okay, so the first question is, what does the holiday season mean to me? And I guess it just means spending a lot of time with family. It means the weather getting colder, which is kind of fun. Um, it means trying to figure out what presents to get for people a lot of the time which is really harder, or it gets harder as you get older, I feel like. Um, and it also means, I don't know, just kind of being kinder to each other in general, um, especially this year. I think the holidays means being a little bit more compassionate towards people who might not have what you have, or might not have the same experiences as you. The second question is, what is a favorite holiday memory? Um, and for me, something that I always really enjoyed about the holidays is um, my mom trying to, me and Nico's mom, trying to come up with a tradition each year. And some of them have stuck. Um, including um, my parents buying pajamas for us every year and doing a jigsaw puzzle when everyone is home. Uh, my parents will just lay out a jigsaw puzzle in the living room and we'll all kind of contribute to putting it together. So those are some traditions that have stuck. Um, oh, and getting an or ornament for us each year. Um, some other things that they've tried is like us uh, trying to watch um, It's a Wonderful Life every year. And I think all of us would just fall asleep at some point and my dad would be the only one up, which is ironic now because whenever we watch something with him, I feel like he's now the one who always falls asleep. But anyways, uh, just... Playing out those traditions every year is something that I love and something that I miss a lot now that we don't live at, um, in California and are around family and friends. For me, the holidays is really spending quality time with your family and friends and the people that you really love. And it's not just gathering together during Christmas or New Year's, it's also when you go out and you buy gifts for other people, you have to like think extra about them and what they would like 
and you just get to spend more time with them. <laughs> My favorite holiday memory is a recent one. It was actually last year, New Year's Eve 20, for 2020. Um, we were at my grandma's house and we had all of our family, which is usual, family gathers on New Year's Eve. But that year I was able to get some of my ex extra, some of my friends to come over too. And there were a lot of games and a lot of activities that were just going on and it was just so much fun and really good energy. We even got to do karaoke. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was a really good time. And I think that's one that I'm gonna remember forever. My family celebrates Christmas, and growing up, we used to have three Christmas celebrations, which was awesome as a child. Um, thankfully, at the time, all of my family lived in Southern California, so we'd do Christmas Eve in San Diego with my mom's side, and then drive the next morning, Christmas Day, to Glendale to celebrate with my dad's side of the family. And then we'd come home and we would have our little celebration with our immediate family where we'd open presents from our parents or Santa. Um, and it was just so special. Like even though it was a lot of driving, it was so heartwarming to be able to spend Christmas with all of my family because I know a lot of people aren't as fortunate to do so. I think this holiday season is probably one of the more important holiday seasons in a lot of our lives. And that's 100% due to the current situation of the pandemic. Usually this is a time for friends and families to gather and come together for big parties and celebrations and such. But since it's going to look different this year, I think it'll feel different and maybe cause a shift in focus, if you will. For, that could be for the better. This year there's been a lot more time to reevaluate self and how we've been living. One of the things I noticed about myself was that I've always been moving too fast and often forgot how to be present in the moment. So this holiday season, I plan on making more time for meaningful connections, both with my family at home and then also taking more time to work on my relationships and friendships with those in my circle. A big part of that will be practicing gratitude for those people and just extending support where I can.